WATV Radio seeks to inform and engage the Bride of Christ to stand up and take your place in the army and the kingdom. We recognize our battle is not with flesh and blood, but with the principalities and the powers of the air. We are a ministry of prayer, and we highlight what God is doing through other ministries and ministers across the globe. We provide a platform for ministers and a place for the bride to come together and rally around each other, hold up each other's arms, and pray for one another. WATV Radio celebrates the various missions that God has called each one of us to in this army. So we desire to promote and enhance the bride as a whole. Go bride! Our soon coming king awaits. This is a WATV disclaimer. The views and opinions expressed in this show do not necessarily reflect the views of We Are The Bride Ministries, We Are The Bride Radio, or We Are The Bride Television. Thank you. Hello, Bride. Are you a writer? Or do you have a story to tell and maybe you need a little help with your writing? Well, go to Treehouse Publishers today. We can help you achieve your dream. Dreams come true in our house. Do you have a book just waiting in your spirit to come out and share with the world? Well, Treehouse Publishers will help you to achieve your dream. Write that book today. Sell your book in London, in Africa, and many other countries. Let your tree bear much fruit with Treehouse today. Go to www.gotreehouse.org. And it says, The second book of Kings, commonly called the fourth book of the Kings. Why? Because they consider first and second Samuel the first and second Kings. Because I guess that's when the days of the Kings started to reign. Okay, so now uh, God was going to destroy Ahab, but he cried out to the Lord and God gave him mercy and said, I'll just take it out on your children type of deal. And so now, we're still back here with Elijah, and let's see what happens here. The second book of Kings, chapter 1. Then Moab rebelled against Israel after the death of Ahab. And Ahaziah fell down through a lattice in his upper chamber that was in Samaria, and was sick. And he sent messengers and said unto them, Go, inquire of Baal-zebub, the god of Ekron, whether I shall recover of this disease. What? But the Pause angel... here. We know what Beelzebub is. That's like the chief demon. How sad it is. Alright, let's keep going. That they would seek after another god, you know? Alright, let's keep going. The Lord said to Elijah the Tishbite, Arise, go up to meet the messengers of the king of Samaria, and say unto them, is it not because there is not a God in Israel that ye go to inquire exactly. of Baal the God of Ekron? Now therefore thus saith the Lord, Thou shalt not come down from that bed on which thou art gone up, but shalt surely die. Wow. And Elijah departed. Wow. And when the messengers turned back unto him, he said unto them, Why are ye now turned back? And they said unto him, There came a man up to meet us, 
and said unto us, Go, turn again unto the king that sent you, and say unto him, Thus saith the Lord, Is it not because there is not a God in Israel that thou sentest to inquire vows above the God of Ekron? Therefore thou shalt not come down from that bed on which thou art gone up, but shalt surely die. Hmm. And he said unto them, What manner of man was he which came up to meet you and told you these words? And they answered him, He was an hairy man, and girt with a girdle of leather about his loins. And he said, It is Elijah the Tishbite. And the king sent unto him a captain of fifty with his fifty. And he went up to him, and behold, he sat on the top of an hill, and he spake unto him, Thou man of God, the king hath said, Come down. And Elijah answered and said to the captain of fifty, If I be a man of God, then let fire come down from heaven, and consume thee and thy fifty. Oh 50. my goodness. And there came down fire from heaven, <gasps> and consumed him and his fifty. Wow. Again also he sent unto him another captain of fifty with his fifty. And he answered and said unto him, O man of God, thus hath the king said, Come down quickly. Oh my goodness. And Elijah answered and said unto them, if I be a man of God, let fire come down from heaven and consume thee and thy fifty. And the fire of God came oh down from goodness. heaven and consumed him and his fifty. Is this not firing you and up, he sent bro? again a captain of the third fifty with his fifty. And the third captain of the fifty went up and came and fell on his knees before Elijah and besought him and said unto him, O man of God, I pray thee, let my life and the life of these fifty thy servants be precious in thy there sight. There you go, he humbled himself. Behold, there came fire down from heaven and burnt up the two captains of the former fifties with their fifties. Therefore let my life now be precious in thy sight. And the angel of the Lord said unto Elijah, Go down with him, be not afraid of him. And he oh, rose. Wow and went down with him unto the king. And he said unto him, Thus saith the Lord, For as much as thou hast sent messengers to inquire vows ever of the God of Ekron, is it not because there is no God in Israel to inquire of his word? Therefore thou shalt not come down off that bed on which thou art gone up, but shalt surely die. So he died according to the word of the Lord which Elijah had spoken. And Jehoram reigned in his stead in the second year of Jehoram, the son of Jehoshaphat, king of Judah, because he had no son. Well, and the rest of the acts of Ahaziah, which he did, are they not written in the book of the Chronicles of the Kings of Israel? All right, chapter 2. So God got revenge on them going after other gods Second there. Kings huh? 2. And it came to pass, when the Lord would take up Elijah into heaven by a whirlwind, that Elijah went with Elisha from Gilgal. And Elijah said unto Elisha, Tarry here, I pray thee, for the Lord hath sent me to Bethel. And Elisha said unto him, As the Lord liveth, and as thy soul liveth, I will not leave thee. So they went down to Bethel. Hmm, just like and the sons of the prophets that were at Bethel came forth to Elisha and said unto him, Knowest thou that the Lord will take away thy master from thy head today? And he said, Yea, I know it. Hold ye your peace. And Elijah said unto him, Elisha, tarry here, I pray thee, for the Lord hath sent me to Jericho. And he said, oh, okay. As the Lord liveth, and as thy soul liveth, I will not leave thee. So they came to Jericho. And the sons of the prophets that were at Jericho came to Elisha, and said unto him, 
Knowest thou that the Lord will take away thy master from thy head today? And he answered, Yea, I know it. Hold ye your peace. And Elijah said unto him, Terry, I pray thee here, for the Lord has sent me to Jordan. And he said, As the Lord liveth, and as thy soul liveth, I will not leave thee. And they too went on. And fifty men of the sons of the prophets went, and stood to view afar off. And they too stood by Jordan. And Elijah took his mantle, and wrapped it together, and smote the waters. And they were divided hither and thither, wow. so that they too went over on dry ground. Wow, there it is another time. And it came to pass, when they were gone over, that Elijah said unto Elisha, Ask what I shall do for thee, before I be taken away from thee. Aww. And Elisha said, I pray thee, let a double portion of thy spirit be upon me. Wow. And he said, Thou hast asked a hard thing. Nevertheless, if thou see me when I am taken from thee, it shall be so unto thee. But if not, it shall not be so. And wow. it came to pass as they still went on and talked that behold there appeared a chariot. Alright, I'm gonna have to pause here. We're gonna go slow with this. This is huge. And it came to pass when the Lord would take up Elijah into heaven by a whirlwind that Elijah went with Elisha from Gilgal. And Elijah said to Elisha, Terry here, I pray thee, for the Lord has sent me to Bethel. And Elisha said to him, As the Lord liveth, and as thy soul liveth, I will not leave thee. So they went down to Bethel. And the sons of the prophets that were at Bethel came forth to Elijah and said to him, Knowest thou that thy Lord will take away thy master from thy head today? Also God told him, and he said, Yeah, I know it. Hold ye your peace. Oh, so he knew that's why he said, I'm not leaving your side. And Elijah said to Elisha, Terry, here I pray thee, for the Lord has sent me to Jericho. And he said, As the Lord liveth, and as thy soul liveth, I will not leave thee. So they came to Jericho. And the sons of the prophets that were at Jericho came to Elisha and said to him, Knowest thou that the Lord will take away thy master from thy head today? So God gave him two confirmations. Yeah, I know it. Hold your peace. And Elijah said to him, Terry, I pray he hear. For the Lord has sent me to Jordan, and he said, As the Lord liveth, and as my soul liveth, I will not leave thee. And they went, and they went, and they too went on. And fifty men of the sons of the prophets went and stood to view afar off, and they too stood by Jordan. <gasps> wow, so all the prophets wanted to see what was going to happen. And Elijah took his mantle and wrapped it together and smote the waters and they were divided hither and thither so that they too went over on dry ground and it came to pass when they were gone over that elisha elijah said to elisha ask what i shall do for you before i'm taken away from thee and elisha said i pray thee let a double portion of your spirit be upon me and he said thou hast asked a hard thing nevertheless if thou see me when I am taken away, it shall be so unto you. But if not, it shall not be so. Brian, can you imagine if he was Elisha? You'd be like, keep my eyes open, God. I am not leaving this man. I want that double portion. And it came to pass as they still went on and talked, that behold, there appeared a chariot of fire. Okay, this is where we're at now. To fire and horses of fire. 
and parted them both asunder. Wow. And Elijah went up by a whirlwind into heaven. Oh. And Elisha saw it, and he cried, My father, my father, the chariot of Israel, and the horsemen thereof. And he saw him no more. And he took hold of his own clothes and rent them in two pieces. Oh. He took up also the mantle of Elijah that fell from him and went back and stood by the bank of Jordan. And he took the mantle of Elijah that fell from him and smote the waters wow. and said, Where is the Lord God of Elijah? And when he also had smitten the waters, they parted hither and thither, and Elisha went over. Wow. Oh. The sons of the prophets, which were to view at Jericho, saw him. They said, the spirit of Elijah doth rest on Elisha. And they came to meet him and bowed themselves to the ground wow. before him. And they said unto him, wow. Behold now, there be with thy servants fifty strong men. Let them go, we pray thee, and seek thy master, lest peradventure the spirit of the Lord hath taken him up and cast him upon some mountain or into some valley. And he said, Ye shall not send. What? And when they urged him till he was ashamed, he said, Send. They sent therefore fifty men, and they sought three days, but found him not. Wow, this is so and when amazing. They came again to him, for he tarried at Jericho. He said unto them, Did I not say unto you, Go not? And the men of the city said unto Elisha, Behold, I pray thee, the situation of this city is pleasant as my Lord seeth, but the water is not at the ground barren. And he said, Bring me a new cruise, and put salt therein. And they brought it to him. And he went forth unto the spring of the waters, and cast the salt in there, and said, wow. Thus saith the Lord, I have healed these waters. There shall not be from thence any more death or barren land. Wow. So the waters were healed unto this day, according oh. to the saying of Elisha, which he spake. And he went up from thence unto Bethel, and as he was going up by the way, there came forth little children out of the city, and mocked him, and said unto him, Go up, thou bald head, go up, thou bald head. Wow. And he turned back, and looked on them, and cursed them in the name of the Lord. And there came forth two she-bears out of the wood, and tear forty and two <gasps> children of them. What? to Mount Carmel, and from thence he returned to Samaria. What? Oh my goodness. Can you believe that, Brad? First of all, as it says over here, they had disrespect for the aged and made fun of his baldness. Oh my goodness. Isn't that something? And then... The bears came and ate the children. That is, whew, that is something else. Forty-two children. Okay, we're on chapter three. Second Kings three. Now Jehoram the son of Ahab began to reign over Israel in Samaria, the eighteenth year of Jehoshaphat king of Judah, and reigned twelve years. And he wrought evil in the sight of the Lord, but not like his father and like his mother. For he put away the image of Baal that his father had made. Well, that's good. Nevertheless.
nevertheless he cleaved unto the sins of Jeroboam the son of Nebat, which made Israel to sin. He departed not therefrom. Oh, Lord. And Meshach king of Moab was a sheep master, and rendered unto the king of Israel an hundred thousand lambs and an hundred thousand rams with the wool. But it came to pass when Ahab was dead, that the king of Moab rebelled against the king of Israel, and king Jehoram went out of Samaria the same time and numbered all Israel. And he went and sent to Jehoshaphat the king of Judah, saying, The king of Moab hath rebelled against me. Wilt thou go with me against Moab to battle? And he said, I will go up. I am as thou art, my people as thy people, and my horses as thy horses. And he said, Which way shall we go up? And he answered, the way through the wilderness of Edom. So the king of Israel went, and the king of Judah, and the king of Edom, and they fetched a compass of seven days' journey, and there was no water for the host, and for the cattle that followed them. Hmm. And the king of Israel said, Alas, that the Lord hath called these three kings together to deliver them into the hand of Moab. But Jehoshaphat said, Is there not here a prophet of the Lord that we may inquire of the Lord by him? And one of the king of Israel's servants answered and said, Here is Elisha, the son of Shaphat, which poured water on the hands of Elijah. And Jehoshaphat said, The word of the Lord is with him. So the king of Israel and Jehoshaphat and the king of Edom went down to him. And Elisha said unto the king of Israel, What have I to do with thee? Get thee to the prophets of thy father and to the prophets of thy mother. And the king of Israel said unto him, Nay, for the Lord hath called these three kings together to deliver them into the hand of Moab. And Elisha said, As the Lord of hosts liveth, before whom I stand, surely, were it not that I regard the presence of Jehoshaphat the king of Judah, I would not look toward thee, nor see thee. But now bring me a minstrel. And it came to pass, when the minstrel played, that the hand of the Lord came upon him. And he said, Thus saith the Lord, make this valley full of ditches. For thus saith the Lord, Ye shall not see wind, neither shall ye see rain, yet that valley shall be filled with water, that ye may drink both ye and your cattle and your beasts. Wow. And this is but a light thing in the sight of the Lord. He will deliver the Moabites also into your hand. And ye shall smite every fenced city and every choice city, and shall fell every good tree, and stop all wells of water, and mar every good piece of land with stones. Wow. And it came to pass in the morning, when the meat offering was offered, that behold, there came water by the way of Edom, and the country was filled with water. And when all the Moabites heard that the kings were come up to fight against them, they gathered all that were able to put on armor, and upward and stood in the border, and they rose up early in the morning, and the sun shone upon the water, and the Moabites saw the water on the other side as red as blood. And wow. they said, This is blood. The kings are surely slain, and they have smitten one another. Now, therefore, Moab to the spoil. And when they came to the camp of Israel, the Israelites rose up and smote the Moabites, so that they fled before them. But they went forward, smiting the Moabites, even in their country. And they beat down the cities, 
and on every good piece of land cast every man his stone, and filled it. And they stopped all the wells of water, and felled all the good trees, only in Kir Haraseth left they the stones thereof. Howbeit the slingers went about it, and smote it. And when the king of Moab saw that the battle was too sore for him, he took with him seven hundred men that drew swords to break through even unto the kings of Edom, but they could not. Wow. Then he took his eldest son that should have reigned in his stead, and offered <gasps> him for a burnt offering upon the wall. And there was great indignation against Israel, and they departed from him and returned that to their own so land. That is so sad. The king of Moab sacrificed his eldest son. Ah, oh, it's terrible. What Seven are these people thinking? Now there cried a certain woman of the wives of the sons of the prophets unto Elisha, saying, Thy servant, my husband, is dead, and thou knowest that thy servant did fear the Lord, and the creditors come to take unto him my two sons to be bondmen. And Elisha said unto her, What shall I do for thee? Tell me, what hast thou in the house? And she said, Thine handmaid hath not anything in the house save a pot of oil. Here we go, come then on. he said, Go borrow thee vessels abroad of all thy neighbors, even empty vessels, borrow not a few. And when thou art come in, thou shalt shut the door upon thee and upon thy sons, and shalt pour out into all those vessels, and thou shalt set aside that which is full. So she went from him and shut the door upon her and upon her sons who brought the vessels to her. And she poured out. I got to pause here, Brad, because uh, I said this to you before on a previous Bible study, but this is what the Lord asked of us. What do you have in your hand? You know, we say, uh, we cannot do this because we don't have any money. Okay, well, if you don't have money, what do you have? Well, I have a computer and I have internet. Well, all right then, I want you to do this and I want you to do that. Or I have all these extra purses and the Lord says, okay, I want you to go give them here and pass this out here. And you see what I mean? Like God just wants what you have. First of all, he knows. He knows what you have and he knows what you lack. And like this woman, he knew this woman lacked. And so Elisha's asking her, what do you have? And then he's telling her, giving her directions what to do with what she has. Now, the reason she's going to read from this is no other reason but this right here. Obedience. Obedience. God wants you to obey no matter what. You just have to obey his voice. That's the key to everything. We do not look at circumstances. Remember that. Like me going to D.C., I don't look that I don't have a car, I don't have money, I have no connections, I have nowhere to stay. That does not matter. God knows all that. He knows my lack. See what I'm saying? But he still tells you to go. He knows I'm an overweight woman. I'm 50 years old. You see what I'm saying? He knows all that. He knows your lack. He knows your sufferings. He knows your... Uh, difficult in your challenges that you face but what he wants is your obedience because God knows on the other side of that thing how he will get you your multiplication you just have to give him what you have 
All right, well, let's see what he does with this woman. ...were full that she said unto her son, Bring me yet a vessel. And he said unto her, There is not a vessel more. And the oil stayed. Then she came and told the man of God, and he said, Go sell the oil and pay thy debt, and live thou and thy children of the rest. Isn't that amazing? And it fell on a day that Elisha passed to Shunem, where was a great woman, and she constrained him to eat bread. And so it was that as oft as he passed by, he turned in thither to eat bread. And oh, she, she said unto her husband, Behold now, I perceive that this is an holy man of God, which passeth by us continually. Let us make a little chamber, I pray thee, on the wall, and let us set for him there a bed and a table and a stool and a candlestick. And it shall be when he cometh to us that he shall turn in thither. Okay, let me pause here. Now, Brian, I want to tell you this. This is key to us here in the last days. Uh, you know, with just so many years left or whatever. Give God what you have. And in your home, if it's possible, make an extra room for prophets, people that travel. Uh, because the Lord will bless you when you take in his people. This little trailer here that God gave me through my inheritance from my mother, I have an extra room and I've deemed it a prophet's quarters. And I've had many preachers come here and stay. Uh, and that is a holy set-apart room. And you know what's coming to my spirit right now is... As I have taken care of others, God will take care of me when I go to uh, any other city he calls me to. God can send me to Timbuktu, and I know he's going to take care of me. Why? Because I'll be going in obedience. But as I have used what I have, and what little bit that I have right now, and I have given God that one room out of it, God's going to bless me and give me a place to stay when I go places. So I encourage you, just like this woman uh, that prepares, she said, I pray thee on the wall, let us set for him there a bed and a table and a stool and a candlestick. And it shall be when he comes to us that he shall turn in. In other words, let's give him a little room because we see him here all the time. Well, let's see what happens to this woman's generosity. And it fell on a day that he came thither, and he turned into the chamber and lay there. And he said to Gehazi his servant, Call this Shunammite. And when he had called her, she stood before him. And he said unto him, Say now unto her, Behold, thou hast been careful for us with all this care. What is to be done for thee? Wow, Wouldst what thou be spoken for to the king or to the captain of the host? Wow. And she answered, I dwell among mine own people. And he said, What then is to be done for her? And Gehazi answered, Verily, she hath no child. And her husband is old. Aww. And he said, Call her. And when he had called her, she stood in the door, and he said, About this season, according to the time of life, thou shalt embrace a son. And she said, Nay, my lord, thou man of God, do not lie unto thine handmaid. Aww. And the woman conceived, and bare a son at that season that Isn't Elisha had said unto her, according to the time of life. And when the child was grown, it fell on a day that he went out to his father to the reapers. And he said unto his father, My head, my head. And he said to a lad, Carry him to his mother. And when he had taken him and brought him to his mother, he sat on her knees till noon, and then died. Oh, that's so sad. And she went up and laid him on the bed of the man of God, and shut the door upon him, and went out. 
Oh. And she called unto her husband and said, Send me, I pray thee, one of the young men and one of the asses, that I may run to the man of God and come again. Wow. And he Look said, at this. Wherefore, wilt thou go to him today? It is neither new moon nor Sabbath. And she said, It shall be well. Oh, then she saddled an ass and she said to her servant, Drive and go forward. Slack not thy riding for me, except I bid thee. So she went wow. and came unto the man of God to Mount Carmel. And it came to pass, when the man of God saw her afar off, that he said to Gehazi his servant, Behold, yonder is that Shunammite. The Run favor now, I pray thee, to meet her, her and say unto her, Is it well with thee? Is it well with thy husband? Is it well with the child? And she answered, It is well. Wow. And when she came to the man of God to the hill, she caught him by the feet. But Gehazi came near to thrust her away. And the man of God said, Let her alone, for her soul is vexed within her. Oh. And the Lord hath hid it from me, and hath not told me. Then she said, Did I desire a son of my Lord? Did I not say, Do not deceive me? Then he said to Gehazi, Gird up thy loins, and take my staff in thine hand, and go thy way. If thou meet any man, salute him not. Wow. And if any salute thee, answer him not again. And lay my staff upon the face of the child. Wow. And the mother of the child said, As the Lord liveth, as thy soul liveth, I will not leave thee. And he arose and followed her. Wow. And Gehazi passed on before them and laid the staff upon the face of the child. But there was neither voice nor hearing. Wherefore he went again to meet him and told him, saying, The child is not awaked. Wow. And when Elisha was come into the house, behold, the child was dead and laid upon his bed. He went in, therefore, and shut the door upon them twain and prayed unto the Lord. Oh. And he went up and lay upon the child and put his mouth upon his oh mouth and his eyes upon his eyes and his hands upon his hands. And he stretched himself upon the child and the flesh of the child waxed warm. Wow. Then he returned and walked in the house to and fro and went up and stretched himself upon him. And the child sneezed seven times. Wow. And the child opened his eyes and he called Gehazi and said, call this Shunammite. So he called her. And when she was come in unto him, he said, Take up thy son. Oh, my goodness. Then she went in and fell at his feet and bowed herself to the ground and took up her son and went out. And Elisha came again to Gilgal, and there was a dearth in the land. And the sons of the prophets were sitting before him. And he said unto his servant, Set on the great pot and seethe pottage for the sons of the prophets. And one went out into the field to gather herbs, and found a wild vine, and gathered thereof wild gourds his lap full, and came and shred them into the pot of pottage, for they knew them not. So they poured out for the men to eat, and it came to pass as they were eating of the pottage, that they cried out and said, O thou man of God, there is death in the pot, and they could not eat thereof. What? But he said, Then bring meal, and he cast it into the pot and he said pour out for the people that they may eat and there was no harm in the pot wow and there came a man from baal shalisha and brought the man of god bread of the first fruits 20 loaves of barley and full ears of corn in the husk thereof and he said 
servitor said, What, should I set this before an hundred men? He said again, Give the people, that they may eat. For thus saith the Lord, They shall eat, and shall leave thereof. So he set it before them, and they did eat, and left thereof, according to the word of the Lord. Wow. So basically, plenty was promised, superabundance, and God's word was sure and fulfilled. Wow. Okay, we're on the last chapter Second for Kings today. Five. Now Naaman, captain of the host of the king of Syria, was a great man with his master, and honorable, because by him the Lord had given deliverance unto Syria. He was also a mighty man in valor, but he was a leper. And the Syrians had gone out by companies, and had brought away captive out of the land of Israel a little maid, and she waited on Naaman's wife. And she said unto her mistress, Would God my Lord were with the prophet that is in Samaria, for he would recover him of his leprosy. And one went in and told his Lord, saying, Thus and thus said the maid that is of the land of Israel. And the king of Syria said, Go to, go, and I will send a letter unto the king of Israel. And he departed, and took with him ten talents of silver, and six thousand pieces of gold, and ten changes wow. of raiment. And he brought the letter to the king of Israel, saying, Now when this letter is come unto thee, behold, I have therewith sent Naaman my servant to thee, that thou mayest recover him of his leprosy. And it came to pass, when the king of Israel had read the letter, that he rent his clothes, and said, Am I God to kill and to make alive? this man doth send unto me to recover a man of his leprosy? Wherefore consider, I pray you, and see how he seeketh a quarrel against me. Hmm. And it was so, when Elisha the man of God had heard that the king of Israel had rent his clothes, that he sent to the king, saying, Wherefore hast thou rent thy clothes? Let him come now to me, and he shall know that there is a prophet in Israel. So Naaman came with his horses and with his chariot, and stood at the door of the house of Elisha. And Elisha sent a messenger unto him, saying, Go, and wash in Jordan seven times, and thy flesh shall come again to thee, and thou shalt be clean. Wow. But Naaman was wroth, and went away, and said, Behold, I thought he will surely come out to me, and stand, and call on the name of the Lord his God, and strike his hand over the place, and recover the leper. Pause. Bride, that right there is pride. And let me tell you why. Because Naaman is saying, I'm a great man. And he should do it like this and give me honor and respect. You see what I'm saying? He should come out to me. He should not just merely give me instructions. He should be out here himself and giving me honor and due. That is what Naaman is saying. So let's find out what happens here. Anatabana. And Farpar, rivers of Damascus, better than all the waters of Israel? See. May I not wash in them and be clean? So he turned and went away in a rage. Wow. And his servants came Stubborn. and spake unto him and said, My father, if the prophet had bid thee do some great thing, wouldst thou not have done it? How much rather then would he say unto thee, Wash and be clean? Then went he down and dipped himself seven times in Jordan. Oh, he did According it. The saying of the man of God, and his flesh came again like unto the flesh <gasps> of a little child. Wow. And he was clean. 
he submitted Elisha didn't take any money. Shall there not then, I pray thee, be given to thy servant two mules, burden of earth? For thy servant will henceforth offer neither burnt offering nor sacrifice unto other gods, but unto the Lord. In this thing the Lord pardon thy servant, that when my master goeth into the house of Ramon to worship there, and he leaneth on my hand, and I bow myself in the house of Ramon, when I bow down myself in the house of Ramon, servant in this thing. And he said unto him, Go in peace. So he departed from him a little way. But Gehazi, the servant of Elisha, the man of God, said, Behold, my master hath spared Naaman the Syrian in not receiving at his hands that which he brought. But as the Lord liveth, I will run after him and take somewhat of him. <gasps> so Gehazi what? followed after Naaman. Look at that. And when Naaman saw him running after him, down from the chariot to meet him and said, Is all well? And he said, All is well. My master hath sent me, saying, Behold, oh, no. even now there be come to me from Mount Ephraim two young men of the sons of the prophets. Give them, I pray thee, a talent of silver and two changes of garments. Oh, my goodness. And Naaman said, Be content, take two talents. And he urged him, and bound two talents of silver and two bags with two changes of garments. And laid them upon two of his servants, and they bare them before him. Oh, man. And when he came to the tower, he took them from their hand and bestowed them in the house. And he let the men go, and they departed. But he went in and stood before his master. And Elisha said unto him, Whence comest thou, Gehazi? Oh, and he Lord. said, Thy servant went no whither. <gasps> and he said unto him, Went not mine heart with thee, when the man turned again from his chariot to meet thee? Oh, my goodness. Is it a time to receive money, and to receive garments, and olive yards, and vineyards, and sheep, and oxen, and men servants, and maid servants? The leprosy, therefore, of Naaman oh. shall cleave unto thee, and unto thy seed Oh, my forever. goodness. And he went out from his presence, a leper as white as snow. Oh, my goodness. How sad, Brad. Wow, that is so sad. All right, well, this concludes the Bible study.